yeah sometimes like it, it's so hard to motiv- motivate yourself when you have like so much homework or just like the motivation for me was just like I knew I, wa- I know I want to dance like in my future like I feel like my passion and I just love how I feel when I'm doing it and like nothing else can really fill that part of my heart so Welcome to Rx Chill Pill, the podcast that strengthens your resilient mind every time you listen to the extraordinary stories, expert tips, and meditations to elicit your relaxation response, the antidote to your stress response. I'm Dr. Juna Bobby. I'm a physician and mom of two amazing kids specializing in mind-body medicine. Find out more about me, my personalized online courses on procrastination, focus, and resilience coaching for kids, teens, and parents at Mind bodyspace.com. In today's episode, I speak with Kayla Mack. She's an amazing teenager with a passion for dance. You might have seen her on World of Dance where she lit up the stage and impressed JLo and made it to the finals. She's won many competitions, including the Hope Award at YAGP, which is one of the most prestigious ballet competitions in the world. And she also starred as Clara at Radio City Christmas Spectacular. We talk about her experience shooting a now viral day in the life of a ballerina for Teen Vogue, and the process and details about winning her place on World of Dance. We talk about what keeps her going through the grueling schedule of being a pre-professional dancer at her level, and how so many mentors have helped her along the way, including her teacher, Kelly Burke, from the Westchester Dance Academy. She talks to me about her amazingly supportive family and circle of friends, What really impresses me about Kayla is her natural, resilient voice that she uses with herself to cheer herself on and her insane work habits. I can see why so many people have mentored her because she has these qualities of curiosity, eager to learn, and cheerfulness that any teacher or mentor would want to be around. Hey, Kayla. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, actually not us. I mean, just me. (laughs) (laughs) but thank you for joining me um how are you doing I'm good I'm it's super weird with this whole quarantine stuff right now I mean just like staying at home like I don't think I've spent this much time with my family in a while so it's been fun but so bizarre you know I wanted to ask you about that because you are never home right yeah <laughs> I watched your um Teen Vogue Day in the Life of a Ballerina. Yeah. So yours was an awesome video. I loved it. It was so Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're so cute and like so natural. <laughs> I get so scared with those kind of things like talking on camera. I don't know why. I just get super nervous. Really? It was, it was really fun. I yeah. Like I was with you and you were just being completely yourself and natural. Oh. <laughs> Like, I think the show helped a lot. Like, just, like, all the interviews for World of Dance helped, like, a lot. I've never really done that kind of stuff before. So, like, my first interview, like, sitting in the chair with, like, the sound booth, like, everything like that, I was, like, sweating so much. But <laughs> <laughs> they were like, can we get this girl, like, oil blotting sheets, please? And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> you sweat? I didn't see you sweat at all, like, on that. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> So on that whole Vogue thing you did for Teen Vogue, you know, isn't your generation, though, so used to kind of talking to your own phone? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. (laughs) So that's not something you normally do? I mean, I'm not like a vlogger per se. Like, I don't really like look at myself that much. So that was the first time you've um... done anything like that. Yeah, I've wow. never really done like a vlog series before. Well, I am very, very impressed because you oh, thank just you. <laughs> and you were so genuine in the whole thing. Like it was, you know, it wasn't staged at all. I wanted to make it as authentic as possible. Like in the morning, uh-huh. oh my gosh, I just like <laughs> I like pressed my alarm and I was like, all right, I got to film now. Like I didn't put any makeup on, like nothing. I just total natural (laughs) well how did you get ready for that first of all um let's wind back like did they reach out to you after all the world of dance which we'll get to later but did teen vogue reach out to you for that it was like it was out of the blue honestly like i was um i was just like doing my homework and then my mom comes up to me and she's like 
check the email I just sent you. Like, it's from Vogue. And I was like, uh-huh. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, they were like, we're doing a series on like teenage kids, like doing something that they're like super passionate about. And we'd love for you to like be our like first video. And it was just really a crazy experience. And yeah. Were you, you were scared to do it or were you, were you just like all over that? I was a little scared at first because like, again, like I'm not a vlogger, but like, and I had to get used to like the nature of it, like just get used to like, I don't know, like talking to myself and like no one else really. And like, especially in public. Oh my gosh, in public, it's super um awkward kind of, but you get used to it. You just got to like be discreet. Because <laughs> you were walking down the street and you're filming stuff, right? Yeah. So I had to like, sometimes I'd like wait for people to like pass me and then I'm like, okay, let me start vlogging. <laughs> it was, uh, it was so... a workout. So did they give you like an outline or you just went ahead and did whatever you felt like in one day? Well, they, um, they wanted to, well, they, we had like several calls just like talking about my life and like what I do on my daily, you know, on the daily. And basically, you know, I just told them my like daily routine from Monday through like Saturday. And, uh, uh-huh. and then we, they basically like just jotted down some notes and, just wanted to like emphasize on like a couple things but um most of it was like basically me (laughs) wow and what were the couple of things they wanted to emphasize um the tiger bomb (laughs) (laughs) um Um, just like just school like how vigorous it is and like training and just like Uh late nights and uh-huh. the train rides, all of that, but all this, all the sacrifices you make every day. Yeah, but they also wanted to show like that I was like a a regular girl, like student by day, like dancer by night, kind of stuff. So, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And what was the deal with the Tiger Bomb? Why were they so interested in that? <laughs> I don't know. I really, I on, I love Tiger Bomb. Like, I just like, I just thought I should mention it because I was like, why not? Like. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do every day. Like right before ballet class, I like put a little tiger bomb somewhere, and then that's like my a part of my daily routine. So is it some? Is it a special brand, or you can get any kind of tiger bomb? It's it's like a drugstore like regular thing, I think. And then it just feels like really hot or cold when you put it on, right? It's for pain. Yeah, it's basically like an icy hot. It's really it's like it relieves muscles. Hmm. Um. So how much footage did you give them? Was it like? Oh. An hour and they cut it down to like five minutes or did they edit it? I mean, no? I had to vlog every day. So I basically vlogged, uh, sent them some time lapses. Actually, no. Yeah, I probably sent them like, like probably close to an hour or like an hour and 15 of footage a day. A day? Yeah. Because I had like rehearsals and I had to film like basically all my rehearsal that I did. So, yeah. Wow. And so they went through like seven or eight hours of footage to edit it down. Yeah, I really applaud, like, the editors and the producers that they, I think, like, the video, like, looked so amazing. It like, was. Not, not like, me, not me, but, like, just, like, the editing and, like, how they, like, put all the music together and, like, the effects. I thought it was so, so amazing. So I'm, like, super grateful for that. Well, you were the star, so you were amazing. <laughs> but I, I think that that's so interesting for the listeners to hear that it was basically around eight hours of footage that they cut down into how many minutes? I can't remember. I don't know, maybe, like, 20. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so, um, So did that really reflect every single day for you then? It really did. Like, just all the emotions, even, like, when I was filming, like, in the morning, just, like, my voice, even. Uh And they just got it, they got it down to, like, the perfect key, and I really, like, appreciated that, so. And it wasn't, it didn't feel, like, staged at all, or, like, they didn't really, like, push anything on me, like, to, to do something. Like, they were, like, whatever you do like in your normal day like we want to see which was like really cool so that's awesome yeah. and 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 you didn't feel misrepresented in any way it sounds like no yeah i, I was super happy with how i came out oh, so yeah that's so great talking about emotions i mean you said even your emotions that you go through cycle through throughout the day right i mean having known you uh, in the short while that i have you are just such a bubbly and cheerful person. <laughs> and, but you do have, I'm, I mean, it's tough, right? 
It Am is, I right yeah. to say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're you're 17 now. Yes. So how long have you been having this kind of like really super, I would say almost grueling schedule because even for an adult, it's a lot of hours, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, although you probably have more energy than I do. But so how long have you had this kind of packed schedule? Well, I started like taking dance like seriously and like doing like long hours of dance at about like 11 or 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that I was in your like, studio uh, back in Westchester, right? Yes, yeah. And which, what was the studio? Westchester Dance Academy. I started in the competition world, which I, I still love to, to this day. So, so yeah. when did you start doing that? Um, at about the age of like nine. Uh-huh. But that's when I was like super shy. Like when I was um when I was little, like I'd always like go in the back and I was just like super like timid. But by the end, like maybe when I was like ten or eleven, I started like breaking out of my shell. It was super nice. So yeah. Oh wow. Is is it like dance moms? No, not like at the all. Series? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so it's I a know. different I'm kind like- of competition. <laughs> Yeah, so like you, if you if you go to a studio, you could compete in groups. Um, but like at my studio, there was like no drama, like dance moms. <laughs> but um, but was is it that kind of competition though, where you dress up? Yeah, like and... first place. Yes, yes. Like you okay. have costumes and you do your makeup. Um, and you just dance on stage and you get evaluated by the judges. But um. And yeah, it goes on a, like uh, like the whole weekend, right? Yeah, it, yeah, Friday to Sunday. So you would travel a lot and do a lot of these competitions. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them were local, like maybe like Boston or um, like Meadowlands, but the nationals. One of them's um, in Florida, so we had to travel for that. Okay, but so basically every weekend you were going and traveling and doing um yeah. competitions yeah. and mostly that was with a group of people on stage because you said you were in the back kind of <laughs> hiding I mean when you were shy yeah, like, <laughs> in classes in classes so like most competitions that I did had convention which is like you take classes like in a ballroom with like a ton of other dancers um and you just like basically just take like a bunch of classes really good classes so. uh-huh yeah that that was like one of my favorite parts of like competition, just like being able to take class with all these like awesome dancers and amazing teachers. Um, and yeah, just like make connections. And how old were you when you started dancing? I started dancing when I was four. Wow. Okay. And yeah. was it was it the same studio? Yes. Oh, so you started there and you were there all the way until last year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's like 12 years at the same studio. Yeah. That's amazing. So what was your schedule like, basically? Like, they would do classical ballet and then contemporary. Is that how it worked? or? Yeah, basically, yeah. We just have, like, yeah, we'd have ballet, um, contemporary. Sometimes we'd have jazz, um, stretching classes, um, point, contemporary. We'd have, like, rehearsals for competition, and we'd have you know, jazz pieces, lyrical pieces, contemporary pieces, contemporary ballet pieces. So it was a lot, but it was it was a really great time. I I really love that studio. So was it a lot of hours every day back then too? When did you start? Like, so four years old, you start, uh-huh. and you just start having, I guess, like mini mini classes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and then when did you start like ramping it up to daily classes and nine or ten? My teacher, like, uh-huh. moved me up to, like, the older girls, maybe, like, 15, 16, 14-ish, kind of, like, that age range, I guess. So you were the youngest. Yeah, I was. I was the uh-huh. baby. <laughs> but, um, and how was that, being, like, so little and being with teenagers in the same class? It was, it was really, like, weird, but at the same time, like, I've just, like, grown so close with them, and they've helped me. Like, they're, like, my older sisters. Like, I love them so much, they're a really important part of my life and I'm just like super grateful I have them but it I I loved being with them like I wouldn't have 
had it any other way. They were totally accepting and, and nurturing of you. Oh, they weren't like jealous. No. No drama, huh? No drama. So you're not going to have a reality show. Thank goodness. I know. I know. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's awesome. I love to hear that dancers supporting each other like that. Yeah. I, I have like a strong group of friends are still there. So yeah. It's pretty big, right? It's like a big student body. We it's life. growing. It's definitely growing. So I've heard a lot of good <laughs> things about Westchester Dance Academy. Yay. So when you go into the school and you're mm -hmm. up to like five days a week, how many hours a day are you training? Probably like twenty twenty two, twenty three, twenty four ish. Hours a week. Yes. Okay, so that includes Saturdays, right? Do you t do you practice on Sundays? We had off Tuesdays and Sundays. Okay, so in like five yeah. days, you would do all the, like four hours of dancing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so how did you do your homework? Um, I tried to get as much done at school as I can, but I usually just like have a late night of homework every day. <laughs> oh, so you would stay up late and finish? Yeah. Uh huh. And that's been going on since middle school. I mean, middle school is pretty easy, though, right? Yeah, no, I I definitely appreciate middle school now. <laughs> like being a junior, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's like one of the toughest years. Yeah, it really is. So you've been going on this kind of schedule forever. Sounds like. Did you always just do it for fun? Like, was it because you just love dancing? And were there days when you didn't want to work out, or I mean, or go to the studio? Are there days like that I mean, in the past? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, like, it, it's so hard to motiv motivate yourself when you have, like, so much homework or just, like, you know, like, all your friends are, like, at school, like, going out and stuff. Like, everyone has that sort of, like, FOMO, I don't know, like, fear of missing out. <laughs> the motivation for me was just, like, I knew I want, I know I want to dance, like, in my future. Like, I feel like my passion and I just love how I feel when I'm doing it and, like, nothing else can really fill that part of my heart. So Wow. Um, but at, when did you start yeah. feeling that way? Because, so let's go back to when you're 11, right? You start competition dancing. Did that bug mm -hmm. hit you? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Fitz, I think it was just, like, the feeling of, like, being on stage and, like, being able to, like, connect with so many people, like, outside was really cool. So mm -hmm. I really enjoyed I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. So you said you used to kind of hide behind the group of girls on stage. At what point, like what age did you start to feel like, well, I'd like to be in the front? <laughs> well, I mean, oh my, I'm still, I still struggle with it. Really? It's, um, yeah. That's amazing to hear know. that. And it's so important for people <laughs> listening out there to understand that, you know, that you struggle with mm -hmm. that even with all the stuff you've done with I mean, you you dance so much solo. Yeah. Now. Yeah, <laughs> but just like as a dancer, like being such a perfectionist, it's hard to like have like be so vulnerable and just like go in the front and center. Uh huh. So when did you start competing? Where you started? Did you start solo competition, or did you did the teacher tell you to do it? How did that come about? Uh, so what? One of the kids that used to, well, now she's a mm -hmm. soloist at ABT. Her name's Catherine Herlin. So, yeah, so she used to go to um, our studio, and we heard about this thing called YGP. My teacher, Kelly Burke, um, who's amazing, I absolutely adore her, she um, trained me to go to YGP, which was, like, in the city, so super mm -hmm. convenient. And, yeah, that's one of my, like, big solo competitions. And how old were you? about, like, 10 or 11, I think. Oh, so you were little. Yeah, I was tiny. It was scary, though, but it was fun. And you loved it? I did. It, it was just, like, it, it was a really competitive environment, which was, like, scary. But just having my teacher there was, really, like, really nice. And having just, like, all my support there was it really helped mm -hmm. and how did you do in these competitions ygp um i got the hope award amazing <laughs> thank you that's amazing so when <laughs> you were you. like how old were you when you got the hope award the hope award i was a i was in the junior category so i was probably like 14 or 13 13 or 14 um and was this before that first position movie came out or after i think it was it was way after i think i guess that was a long time ago <laughs> i think yeah 
I think so. <laughs> so when you got the Hope Award, were you surprised? Or I mean, it I sounds was... like when the minute your teacher picks you out when you're nine years old and puts you in a group with 15 year olds, you probably pretty much knew that you had something. Oh, going yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think she just wanted me to like push myself, which was like super helpful and just be with older people with more experience. And it was a really good like lesson for me. And I'm uh, as I like grew older, I was able to do that for like other uh, younger girls. But she she was able to see something in you. Like, what did you do anything different? Like you're hi- really flexible, right? And you're also very smart and <laughs> you can pay attention. Like, did she tell you what she saw in you that why she wanted to move you up like that? She appreciates the flexibility, but um, I guess like just like technique wise. Mm-hmm. I guess like you're uh, a natural. I don't know. Is I don't know maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Were you surprised when she wanted to move you up like that? I don't remember like her specifically being like, Kayla, come here. Like I'm moving you up. I think she like talked to my mom about it. And then my mom was like, yeah, sure. Like you can move her up. And then just like the next day I was in like a a different studio. And she was like, you're going to be in here from now on. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so it sounds like you're very adaptable. That's one of the big qualities of... (laughs) Right? Someone who could just keep going and, and with change. That's a big change. Yeah, I mean, and I guess. <laughs> yeah. So when you got the Hope Award, that's for ballet, right? Yeah, that was for, well, yeah, ballet and contemporary. And which part do you like the best, ballet or contemporary? Oh, that's hard. Um, I guess, like, the way I feel doing contemporary, I like best, but, like, ballet, the look of it, I don't know, like, just, like, the presentation of it's really, really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And did you ever choreograph your own contemporary pieces or? Um, well, my teacher, Kelly Burke, she would choreograph, but I would like, as I got older, Uh it'd be like, what do you want to do here? And I'd like incorporate some of my choreography, I guess, in there. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And was that through, do you guys have privates there at um, Westchester Dance Academy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's like a big thing, right? A lot of people take private lessons now. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's on top of studio time? Yeah. So like Wow. I don't know how you um have time for it. <laughs> that's I think amazing. I get out of school early sometimes or like my dad would just like pick me up straight from school and like drive me to dance. So uh-huh. I think So now after the Hope Award, I mean, how did you feel getting such a prestigious award? I was super surprised, but I was then like I think my like love for ballet started growing even stronger because just the way I felt on stage doing like I think it was key tree I'm not really I'm not really sure but I think I did key tree um yeah just like the feeling I had on that stage was really nice so I was like oh maybe I'll like do this again sometime so my first finals I did I did Esmeralda and then they all start to blend in together I know they really do <laughs> just like the years like I can't but um <laughs> So, yeah, I did Esmeralda, which was, I think that's, like, my favorite variation. And I also did a contemporary ballet piece to, like, Arabian Waltz. That was my first, like, solo moment, which was, like, it was cute. I liked it. So for people who don't know about ballet, when you do a variation, do you just work on the same thing for, like, a year? How long do you keep a piece and work on it and hone it? I work on the variation for... I mean, I don't start, like, in September, but if, like, YG, I think YGP, like, fell in, like, February, so I'd start, like, like November, December, so mm-hmm. it'd be, like, it'd be a good amount of training. So is it something that you would pick or your teacher would pick for you? I, I would be able to pick, but um, if she thought, like, another one would suit me better, uh, she would tell me, but she trusted my judgment, so... Oh, wow. So had you seen the ballets or have you just um, seen other people perform? I would look at Miko Fogarty. Oh, Miko. Yes. She was in first position. Yep. And now she's a microbiologist. I know. That's crazy. I cannot believe that. That's insane. So she was kind of the person that she was the go-to person for you to look up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh I was like, well, Uh 
if she if she can do it, then maybe I can do it. Or I don't know. <laughs> maybe it was the Asian connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's Japanese, right? Yeah. Is she half Japanese, right? Or is I she fully so. Japanese? Probably I think she's half. Good. Yeah, maybe half. I think she's half Japanese. And by the way, your uh, your mom was telling me you have a very interesting background. Your Yes, I'm a quarter Chinese, um, half Japanese, and a quarter Cuban. Wow. Okay, well, that all adds up to one. I was counting. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever listen to How I Built This? No. What is that? It's an amazing podcast. I'm going to send you a link to it after. But Uh um, it's about people who make it big as an entrepreneur. And it's this, this woman they were interviewing. She grew up in Japan and she's half Japanese. And she said her parents used to tell her, you're not half Japanese and half American. You're, you're double. So like, you're, you're not a half of anything. You're double, you're extra. Right. <laughs> so that's you're great. triple. I know. You've got three. Yeah, that's interesting. So who's <laughs> Cuban and Japanese? My mom is full on Japanese. And then my dad's half Chinese, half Cuban. So... Wow. Okay. So, um, do you guys eat all different kinds of foods in your family or? We do. It's, I love, I love the food that my mom makes and my dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which culture do you think influences you the most? Um, ooh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I just like saying I'm Cuban cause I like, <laughs> so like my friends, when they come over, I like uh-huh. my dad in Spanish, like fluent, like like good Spanish and then he like he's really good at Spanish so like uh-huh they get so surprised when like an Asian speaking like fluent Spanish so <laughs> it's really cool <laughs> do you speak Japanese as well I speak a little bit but I'm not the best at it my brother's really good so but you could pick it up then right yeah, if you I wanted pick, to yeah I could, I could like understand a little bit what about Chinese, Mandarin? Oh, no, no, I don't know any Chinese. <laughs> so your dad grew up with uh, more of the Cuban side? Yeah, he knows how to say food. He knows how to say, like, all the food stuff, but <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I love it. I love that you have so many different cultures in your family. <laughs> so going back to Miko Fogarty, so you um, watched her. You're like, hey, I want to do those pieces, and, and you get this Hope Award, um, which <laughs> is an amazing honor. And after <laughs> that, where do you go from there? What did you think? Like, do I want to do more ballet or? Yeah, that's what like the like that was just my question for like the past like ten years. Um, oh, uh huh. Yeah, because W Westchester Dance Academy is not a ballet school, right? It's more. So, um, Kelly, she trained with ABT and um, SAB. So mm. she had she had like both. But she also went to a competition studio with Susie Taylor, who's a part of uh, NYCDA mm-hmm. um, Foundation. So, yeah, so she's faculty there. So Kelly had both contemporary and ballet. So that's what I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So she made a school that had both like great ballet training, but also like some contemporary and jazz and just really good, um, like versatile dancers. What did you do in the summers, by the way? Summers, uh, when I was like itty bitty, like maybe nine, I went to the ABT um, Young Dancers Intensive. And then I went to the rock school for the summer. I went to Ellison for about like three summers. Um, well, that's pretty intense ballet training. Yes, very. Uh-huh. Um, but most of the time I I was at like nationals for like... Um, NYCDA and uh, the Dance Awards. Okay, and they have those big classes, and then they right. have like competitions and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's uh-huh. like a broader, broader competition with like more like international people. So you got to meet a lot of people in the dance world. It sounds like yes, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, did you compete every year in YGP? Um, not every year, but I did compete. I've been to finals maybe four times wow so what were the other competitions you did just ygp or um ygp i did like all the break the floor um conventions and um nycda and on Uh uh-huh uh-huh like Uh the sister the sister competition of nycda what else Uh uh-huh i've done a lot (laughs) 
That just sounds like so big to me. I can't even navigate it. I was trying to look at the schedule. It looks wild. It looks like a huge convention. It really is. And so let's get to the juicy part. How did you get on to World World of Dance? I went to the New Orleans audition because I couldn't make it to the New York audition because it was too late. So they were like, hi, would you be able to go to um this location and I was like I mean yeah sure <laughs> so I went uh-huh. well like I didn't really hear back from them so like I figured I didn't really like make it so then uh-huh. the next year I like I was like you know why not like I'll try out again and during my audition I did a contemporary point solo and then I mm-hmm. did a con- like contemporary jazz solo like on bare feet so I took off the point shoes for my contemporary jazz and then they asked me if I could put my point shoes on for the contemporary jazz oh my gosh and I, never, I never practiced it uh-huh. like on point shoes so I was kind of panicking but I was like you know what like sure I'll do it like why not so I did that and I had to do like an air so like on the spot yeah you just uh-huh yeah so um so you didn't even get to run through it or no nope. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So that was the second time you auditioned mm-hmm. for World of Dance. Yeah. So tell us about um the audition. Tell us about the first one. How did you feel? What was it like? I was Do you remember your emotions and yeah. like what what happens when you get there? Is it like a huge line of people? No, I think when you first get there, you have like an assigned time to like audition. Mm-hmm. Um because first you have to go through this whole process of like online auditioning. So, like, you send in a video of yourself, like, dancing, and then they choose from there who goes to the live audition. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fortunately, I was able to go to the live auditions. And, yeah, so I was super nervous. I mean, it's not like you have a team with you. It's kind of just, like, you dancing by yourself. So, it's so scary. And is it, but, like, um, in a in a ballroom, like, in a hotel or something? How does that go? Depended on the location, I guess. The New York one was in Brooklyn. It was just like in this like warehouse kind of thing. Uh huh. And same same with um the other location. So yeah. And then who's judging you? Is it's not J Lo, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just like it's just some producers for the show for like NBC. And so, how long do you dance for for these people? A minute and a half dance. I I did two. I did two pieces. So both times you got to make it to the live audition. Yeah. And then the second time they asked you to do this, like do your jazz piece on point. Yes. <laughs> just just impromptu. And you're like, why not? <laughs> yeah. I was just and, like, I'm here, like I'll do it. <laughs> and then and then did they tell you right then and there? Or uh, no 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 no. So you after after you dance, mm-hmm. you go into another room and you have like a, a mock interview kind of. They just like want to get Oh, so they want to know that you can speak on camera? Yeah, or, yeah, they just like want to get to know you better and just get a feel for your like personality and energy, I guess. Did you prepare for that at all, or no, like did you just go in cold? I just, I just went in kind of. I'm super nervous, but me and me and the camera guy had a lot in common. So his name was Andy. Okay, yeah. You like sound so bubbly and like just natural, whatever you're doing. So <laughs> it sounds like you didn't really prepare or. Or do anything systematic. I mean, you my, just went in there and you were like yourself. My mom, my mom would be like asking me like little questions here and there, which was helpful. But I mean, you can't really like prepare for that kind of stuff because you never know what they're gonna ask. And are you somebody who speaks up in class generally? Well, are you not really. an outspoken person? <laughs> I'm usually more of like the shy kind of girl, I guess. So you told me that you had some struggles even now with like performance. How do you deal with that? Like, and what do you mean by that? Is it before you go on stage? Is it like, you know, some negative thoughts that come through when you're training? What do you, what do you struggle with the most? Um, I think just like confidence wise, um, uh-huh. like, especially like in, in like convention class where you're like, compete, like not competing, but like competition dancer like fighting for the front kind of I do want it like I do I'm like hungry for it and I like really want to learn from like these great teachers Uh but I feel like 
you know, just having the space to dance is more important than like being in the front. Oh, wow. Okay. So these, these convention kind of classes, it's so crowded. You kind of have to fight for your space or people are trying to get up front. Yeah. I've seen pictures. Yeah. yeah. They're very crowded. Like sometimes there's like a hundred people, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But um, as far as like, as far as like being on stage for competitions or this whole world of dance, I mean, had you ever been on TV before? Never, ever. That's insane. (laughs) I did. I did the Ellen show with Dancer Palooza, which is like part of like the Break the Floor Productions. But that was like with a group, but I've never like been on TV like by myself. (laughs) But you did do YGP where you were alone on stage. Yes. Uh huh. And then now you get to World of Dance, and basically you are it's like the two combined. <laughs> it's like Ellen Show and YGP combined. <laughs> right, right. And plus millions of people watching. Right. But you didn't really like think about that, right? I mean, I did. I was really nervous. Like, oh my gosh, you have no idea. Like, my heart rate would go like up. So like, oh my gosh, like I couldn't breathe sometimes. It was so like scary, but I had my teacher Kelly and my, all my support back at home. Like I had um, my other teachers like Grace Buckley, Chris Hale, Derek, and just like all of my teachers supporting me and all my friends at my studio supporting me too, uh-huh. which is really awesome. When you're talking about like you couldn't catch your breath and your heart is like beating out of your chest. When is that happening? Is that right before you go on? Is it the whole time? You know how the dancers like run out into like the onto the stage. Uh huh. So you like have to wait like at the at the mouth of the bridge and like just kind of like wait there. Uh huh. And just like anticipate until mm-hmm. I guess it's like next up it's and then we go on. But it's uh it's so scary, but. When you have people like cheering you on and stuff, like it's like a really nice energy. Like the audience, the audience at World of Dance was like, I think the best audience like I could ever ask for. Like it was just, I think most of the dancers on the show can agree with me too. Just like a really great atmosphere Uh they gave to us. Yeah, like they were just super, super supportive. (laughs) So take us onto that bridge whatever you're talking about the mouth of the bridge where you're standing on the side so you're standing there you know you have mm-hmm. to go on in a few minutes and you're just waiting and and you've done this before at YGP but this is different because you're dancing in front of well I know JLo who else was there Derek Huff and Neo right I saw it too I mean you were amazing spectacular Aww. um yeah so you're standing there on that bridge and what's going through your mind can you take us there with you i just i what okay yeah so i was basically just like thinking about my piece and i do a little prayer and then i just run on (laughs) Uh so when you say you're thinking about your piece are you running it in your head yeah i'm just like going over the music and just like remembering all the corrections that my choreographers like kelly and grace um gave and uh-huh. they were super helpful along the way. So, uh-huh. yeah. And when are you marking it or are, are you just thinking mentally um, through it? No, I'd be marking it or I'd just like be shaking out my nerves too and just taking deep breaths. Okay. All right. So that sounds like a method. <laughs> and then you do a little prayer. Which prayer do you do? Like, please let me do well and everyone else. And then I'm like, amen, let's go. <laughs> Okay, so thank you for sharing that. I mean, that's so interesting to know, like, what is going through your mind when you're standing there about to go on for something like that. I have studied and I teach um, the science of resilience and like trying to perform at your best and managing your mind. And it sounds like you're doing all those things very naturally. Like, did anybody ever lead you to um, do these little routines and rituals when you're on the side about to go on stage? Or did you just figure that out yourself? I mean, I think I figured it out by myself, I guess. But, like, a lot of, like, my goal setting and stuff, like, so many of my teachers have helped me with. Um, mm-hmm. I can give you some names. Okay, let me give you some names. Um, let's see. Uh, Jolie and Thierry, who's, like, a part of the uh, New York City Dance Alliance. Um, he's helped me tremendously, and so has, like, 
Kelly Burke, Grace Buckley, Chris Hale, um, Derek, uh, Stacy Tukey, Francisco Gella. Um, oh my God, just so many people I'm like so grateful for. Wow. So yeah. you, it's like that that whole story, like it takes a village and mm-hmm. it sounds like you had a village of supporters. I really did. I really did. And I'm so grateful. For I that, mean, obviously so. you inspire them too. You know, oh. <laughs> you seem to have so many natural um, resilient skills that you just seem to do naturally, you know, like being grateful for people who helped you along the way. I mean, that's one of the exercises that they've actually studied. Yeah. So they'll give it as an exercise to increase happiness, you know? So they've studied that. Like how often do you write like a gratitude letter or thank somebody for something they've done for you? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Um, my, my teacher, Chris Hale would have this like journal, Uh um, which was like really helpful in like, wow, that's so interesting. So your dance teacher had you journal. Yeah. He'd, uh, he'd, he'd say like, get your notebooks and we'd, just like journal about like how we could grow as dancers and as like artists. Wow. So you had like a very well-rounded mentorship. That's amazing. That's really cool. Actually. I'm so um, surprised to hear that. And I, and it's amazing that they would do that at a dance school. So they're taking care of your whole like mind and body. Yes, definitely. And now let's talk about how you deal with the schedule. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) So how do you deal with your mind? Like, you know, so many people out there, me included sometimes, I mean, we, you know, we'll hit the snooze button or like we're procrastinating and it sounds like you almost have no room to procrastinate. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think just like the busy dance schedule, like even though like sometimes it's really tough and you just don't want to do it, but it really helps you like in your future. I think just having that like time management and just, yeah, just like that determination just to like get things done, but like at the highest quality is really important. And like for me, like right now with this quarantine thing, it's just awful. Cause like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not dancing as much, even though I'm like trying to, mm-hmm. but um, just like the feeling of like, not accomplishing something or just like not like really like like you set a goal for yourself and it like doesn't really like happen instantly which I know like it doesn't happen instantly but just like daily goals and like I want to do this today and you don't get it done it just kind of like it's tough like I don't like the feeling of me like not being active every day or like not like working hard every day like I just don't like that feeling so I don't know I guess that's just like some weird thing I have in me (laughs) so you like to go 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 physically yeah (laughs) I mean sometimes I'm like okay let me like take a break like maybe today we'll just like watch a movie but like it's weird like I just I don't know I I like like especially like with conventions and stuff like just having that like just from class to class and like sweating like I love sweating and like just working hard it's it's a good feeling to have so would you call yourself like a fidgety antsy person if you don't you can't move? <laughs> I think so, honestly. Uh-huh. Um I mean, I think all my friends can agree that like 24/7 I'm like dancing in some way, like at school. Wow. Okay. So you dance at school too? Yeah, sometimes when I'm bored. <laughs> you you've chosen to go to regular school throughout the day where most a lot of dancers at this age like 15, 16, they decide to move away mm-hmm. and either go to a school where it's just dance or they have a, you know, combination or they do online right. school. So how how did you decide that and how are you keeping that well, up? I'm I'm so glad I stayed at school, honestly. I think as a person it's helped me so much just like I feel like in this situation right now like the dancers that like didn't really get that like full schooling like environment it's hard for them now like what if a company like has to fire some people and then they have to go find jobs and I think for me education is so important you mean like plan yeah. b like having an yeah. education yeah. So mm-hmm. like having mm-hmm. an education super important but what kept you from like going to an online school where you probably have much less physical time that you have to spend at yeah. school um I just I love the social interaction of it like I, I like right uh-huh. now with this whole like distance learning like remote learning I really I don't enjoy <laughs> it because I don't get to see my friends I don't get to talk to like other people and like 
get their get their ideas and like just like play off of that but um yeah so I think it's kind of hard but I mean I guess this is what homeschooling life is like <laughs> so it sounds like you're a very social person I mean okay and like in a sense I am but like <laughs> if I choose to talk it's like important like you know I don't like talk to talk I just kind of like I don't know. I'm not the most talkative person at school. Okay. <laughs> On TV, you came off so oh, outgoing. Oh, good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You didn't feel like that inside, I don't know. though? I'm just, I never, like, feel like I'm, like, super outgoing. Like, I didn't. He's a really good friend of mine. He's super outgoing. He was on the show. Yeah. Uh -huh. He was super talented, but super outgoing and just, like, super brave, too. Just, like, puts himself out there. And I try mm -hmm. to do that. Like, I try to, like, put myself out there in a sense, but it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I would say that making that video for Teen Vogue was pretty much putting yourself out there, mm -hmm. no? Definitely. <laughs> that took a lot of courage, yeah. I think. Do you, do you think of that as courageous? I mean, I guess. I was just like... In my mind, I was like, wow, it's Vogue. Like, let me just go for it. Like, you know, Anna Wintour is going to see this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was, maybe oh she gosh, will, for sure. So you love the social aspect. So you stayed in mm -hmm. school, even though it meant that you'd have to have like this more grueling yes. schedule. And so when did you start commuting to the city last year? Oh, this year? year. This is my first year um, commuting. Oh, my gosh. So you chose junior year when you're having, I like, the biggest ah. workload. <laughs> and <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, wow, what a mistake. But then I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm getting such great <laughs> – I feel like I'm getting such great training. So I'm like, I'm happy with it. Did you ever, like, cry? <laughs> Oh, multiple times. Oh, okay. Like, like doing ACT homework. Oh, bawling. Like bawling. And how do you get yourself out of that? Um, food. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I'm like, you know what? Let me just have like, I don't know, like maybe just a little bit of ice cream right now just to make me a little bit happier and get my mood up. It sounds like you know how to like talk to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> Do you? That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So you like get yourself out of a rut. You motivate yeah. yourself. What are the words that you say to yourself when you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't take the train again. It's freezing outside. I don't want to, I want to just go to bed. What are I you usually, saying to yourself? I usually just like say like, don't worry, Kayla, like in a couple <laughs> hours you'll be home. It's okay. You'll see your friends or like, I usually listen to like some like happy music to get your mood up, I guess. What's your favorite happy music? Oh my gosh. Well, I listen to like a lot of rap, but like Who's your favorite rapper? Uh either like Drake or Lil Mosey. Like oh, Rule. Uh-huh. Like Australian singer. He's amazing. He's like my age, which is wow. like super cool. Yeah. Do you ever dance to that stuff? I mean, I yeah, like in my room, sure. Or like, but like contemporary. Hour. Maybe you could do something. Maybe I can. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it during this like coronation thing. Oh, coronation! I haven't heard that. Yeah, that's what that's what me and my friends have been calling it. Is that like a TikTok thing? <laughs> I, maybe I don't really know. <laughs> TikTok's so addicting, though. <laughs> I have zero followers, but I put up two videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh how is this corona thing i mean it's obviously keeping you in um you're no longer able to go to class so what's your workout routine what are you doing to keep that up yeah so i wake up i try to wake up like the same time i wake up for school or like when school starts so i don't uh -huh. wake up at like 12 like i i can't do that so yeah i usually wake up at around like 7 30 7 15 um and then I go downstairs, I do my homework, I snack a little here and there. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to eat as healthy as possible, as possible, but it's hard. So, What's your healthy? What's your idea of healthy, healthy as possible? Like salads and like grapes or like fruit. I don't know. I've been eating a lot of oranges. Yes, those I are great oranges. for yeah. lung function too. So, yeah. Yeah. So I've been eating a lot of those, but... I don't know. So you're not eating pepperoni pizza every no, night? No, I wish, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Was your mom like, why Why are you eating pepperoni pizza on that I video? Know. 
my mom was like so scared that my teacher was gonna get mad but she was like I thought it was hilarious and I was like thank god <laughs> but that that's not how you eat all the time mm-hmm. right I mean I I so- watch what I eat but I'm not super like tedious about it so I just like eat normal I guess yeah <laughs> You eat your vegetables and fruit yeah. on top of the ice cream and, and oh, the pizza yeah, for sure, for and sure. all that. You don't have a studio and you don't have like a Marley dance floor. How are you getting your work and workouts? Well, I've just been doing bars. I've been doing like some cardio, like jumping, jumping jack, all these like, oh, I've been doing so many planks. It's kind of insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you added any other kinds of workouts in, for example, like running outside or? Um, cardio i should run outside but the thing i i just have like i don't know why i'm really bad at running i don't know why (laughs) how can you be bad at running i'm just so clumsy like i'll probably trip on something no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) but do you feel like you get a lot of aerobic training you get very short bursts of high um aerobics but then you don't have like the long like aerobic training right like um do you think that would help i think it would and maybe i should yeah no i think i i should go for a run <laughs> I think, yeah maybe you can figure out some ways to cross train at this point like do you ever get injured like knock on wood i haven't gotten injured this year like at all so but you have had injuries right like any other dancer yeah, yeah. uh-huh and how do you deal with those injuries in those times? How do you come back and how do you condition it's for that? It's hard, but um, I usually just like sh- stretch a lot. Like I think that's the most important thing. It's like when you don't stretch, then your muscles just get so tight and then it's so hard to like come back from that. So uh-huh. just like definitely stretching and like just keeping strong. Um, if it's like, like sometimes I have like hip injuries. So then like I can't really do as like high of a leg or like, just, I think resting is so mm-hmm. important for muscles. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And do you do cross training in general? Do I cross train? Yeah, in general. So don't. you don't lift weights or anything, I right? I don't, but I do a lot of like, I try to do some push ups. I don't have like the strongest upper body, but uh-huh. I mean, I can, I can do push ups, I guess. so so you're sticking to a routine and you know some kids like get schooled on so much faster at home Mm -hmm. is that you no I oh my gosh it's so (laughs) difficult like my school is giving out like a good amount of homework so I've just been Uh trying to get it done as fast as I can but it's it's tough it's hard do you feel stressed from all of this going on obviously I mean I know it's an obvious question Uh yeah What's your biggest worry about this um, pandemic? That like it won't end, and I'm gonna be home. Like I'm like I love my family. Like it's great. But, like <laughs> you know, like sometimes like you need to get out with your like your friends and like other people. How do you process all of this and stay upbeat? I think I just like rely on my family to keep me upbeat. My brother and my sister really help me, and like sometimes my mom and dad. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. you're close with your siblings yeah yeah I definitely am it's they're they're great I love my family you're the middle child right I am I am <laughs> and how does that work out honestly okay there's like stereo not stereotypes but like sayings that like middle child gets like the least amount of attention but like I think it's uh-huh. the opposite for me I have too much attention <laughs> like, you got the most attention I know and I'm not like <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of it I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I'm like, concentrate on the other ones, please. Like, (laughs) sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. It can, but I mean, I'm super grateful that like my parents like support what I want. So like, it's it's cool, but you know. So let's talk about that. What do you want? So you are. Um, I heard that you're more serious about getting classical ballet training now. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yeah, especially just like this time. I think like this was my opportunity to like just get more ballet training. And I just wanted to see like what ballet school is like. Like I've never been to like an actual ballet school for like a whole year. Mm -hmm. And like not having contemporary as much. um, it's, It's super, it's really different, but... I'm enjoying. I mean, as all ballet dancers, you're just very regimented and hardworking and you're you're um, self-motivated and you can deal with a lot of, you know, 
pain, like emotional and physical, right? Like dancers. (laughs) (laughs) When you see yourself in the future after all this knock on wood, the pandemic is Mm -hmm. over. What do you want to see for yourself at the other side of it? Hopefully like a professional dancer and a company getting paid to dance. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just like living with no regrets and, you know, just uh, living the life, you know. (laughs) You want to go on to a professional company. That's your dream? Yes, mm-hmm. either, either like ballet or like contemporary ballet, but I'm open to anything right now. If there wasn't dance, what would it be? Because uh, I meet a lot of prodigies like you who are so talented at such a young age and they achieve so much. My question to them is, what else do you think you would have done? And and my theory is that you guys would be great at almost anything you choose to do. <laughs> I wouldn't be a, a history teacher if I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not, that's not my best subject. <laughs> okay, not history, but what about something else? Almost all of this, what you've done and accomplished, has to do with a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My guidance teacher asked me the same question. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, if I were to go to college, not for dance. I don't know. I think, like, psychology is a really cool thing. I'm taking AP psychology right now, and I think it's, like, super interesting. What do you like about it? Just, like, the reasons why we do things is really cool. Uh-huh. Um, and just, like, how we, like, kind of trick ourselves. Like, like how we, like, there's this thing called, like, hindsight bias where, like, if you hear, like, a scientist saying, like, scientist research says that and then blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, instantly believe that even though it's, to- like, it could be, like, totally false. Like, your brain just kind of, like, tricks itself and says, like, oh, it's from a scientist. So, of course, it's right. Like, I'm not surprised by this, like, finding. Yeah, so we do, like, a lot of those in psych, which is, like, really awesome. But it's a super hard class, so. So, I'm like, it's kind of like the halo effect they talk about. Did you ever hear yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. If a doctor is wearing a white coat and a stethoscope, then Mm -hmm. they tell you to exercise and quit smoking, you're much more likely to believe or change your behavior with that uh, versus somebody who just like tells like your sister or your mom telling you to do it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's like so interesting. And how do you apply the psychology to your life? Self-imaging is like really important um, in psychology and like child development so when you're a baby like you don't want like your parent to be doing all the work for you so like to like pick up a spoon and stuff you want your kid to like have the confidence to like pick say like I can do this by myself um which I think is like really cool because like I don't know I feel like in my community like a lot of the kids like sometimes like reliant on their um parents your generation of kids a lot of the parents are doing a lot of things for them Sometimes, yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, emailing the teacher and like my school right now is promoting like self-advocacy and like mm-hmm. wanting us to like speak up for ourselves, which mm-hmm. is like, kind of, yeah, so it's cool. So are you doing that for yourself now? I mean, you're very independent. You go to the city by yourself every day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I do a lot of like my own stuff, but I like sometimes I need help from my parents, which is fine. They're super helpful. <laughs> if you could improve anything. In your life, in the upcoming year, what would you work on? Um, definitely my confidence and like my decision making, making a decision and like being happy with it, and just like trying to pick the right one. Yeah, I think like that's what I'd love to accomplish this year. <laughs> Are you referring to like all the opportunities you're being given recently? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about those what what are you choosing Um, are you choosing where to go in the summer and stuff yeah that's what I'm like having the most trouble like deciding is it the locations and the different types of programs yeah definitely I don't want one decision to like affect a whole different other things you know so, uh huh. And you, you just love everything. It's like you love all the dance programs. Exactly. I'm, I, I love everything. <laughs> so it's so hard to grasp it all. But I think any any choice I make is a good one. And I'm just super grateful I actually have those opportunities waiting for me. So. So again, thank you so much. No, thank you. I had for being here with me. And Kayla, you're an amazing person. You're a beautiful dancer. You're so wise, so cool to talk to, and I think you're pretty outgoing. Oh, thank you. I'm going to label you as social and outgoing. Yes. No, I'm oh just my kidding. Gosh. 
I don't like to label people, but I think I think you're you know you're so genuine. You just have this warmth about you, and you know it's gonna take you places. Oh, thank you so much. Are people like recognizing you from from the show? This lady from like the subway, I think, like she just like came up to me one day. She was like, "My daughter watches you. Like, can I get a picture?" I was like, "Of course." I love that. So yeah, I love knowing that like I've inspired people. Like it, it gives me chills. I I absolutely adore it. So do you are inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I want to send you like really big virtual hugs. Oh, me too. I hope and... all your family safe and stuff. You too. Stay safe. And I can't wait to see you in person again. Yes, definitely. And uh, we're going to, you know, you and I can work on some of those decision-making things. Oh my gosh, yes, please. Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to do that. I had a really fun time. Thank you so much for listening and strengthening those neuronal resilience connections in your brain. I know, it's a mouthful. That's my inner science geek just telling you that you're changing your brain and boosting your resilience just by listening, reflecting, and learning. Email me at info at mindbodyspace.com if you have questions you'd like answered on the podcast or if you have guests that you'd like to suggest. Most importantly, please share this podcast with your friends, family, and anyone who could use an immune boost and resilience right now. Go to mindbodyspace.com and sign up to get your free PDF on three steps to focus. Until next time, this is Dr. Juna wishing you and your loved ones wellness.